Welcome to Liberated the Podcast, embodied education for the ones who came to change it all. I'm your host, Leslie Medley, embodiment coach, breathwork facilitator, worldwide speaker and teacher, the creator of She Wanders, all around human AF, and new mama. This podcast exists for you to have tangible tools, implementable wisdom, and integration techniques to get you into action around your healing and awakening journey. It's one thing to know what to do, and it's a whole nother to do it, live it, be it, become it. This podcast is for the free spirits, the ones who are crazy enough to do it differently than it's ever been done before who know that they are here to break generational curses and live a liberated life. This one's for you. This one's for me. This one's for us. It's time to liberate. I'm going to go into a couple questions that were presented during the live summit because I think they're really important. And then we're going to close out this episode. I had a question about the book I mentioned when it came to the internal thermostat, and it was The Big Leap, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, and I will also make sure to put that in the show notes. Great book. Another question I received was, how do we take back the power? I'm working through that now, letting go of my deeply corded relationship and consciously uncoupling. How did I give him so much power over the emotions and mental health? And how do I prevent energy leaks like this in the future, in future relationships? It's hard to admit that someone has this type of Geppetto-esque power over my feelings, the way I behave and even skew the way I think about myself like a puppet on a string. Beautiful question. And I know that so many women are going to resonate with this. I resonate with this. And for the sake of me being a stand for your liberation and only your liberation, I'm going to be really honest. You take the freaking puppet strings back and you keep hold of them. Nothing changes if nothing changes. There was one key phrase in this question. And y'all, when you guys ask questions, I'm not just reading the question. I'm reading the question, but I'm actually also looking at and feeling into the way you're wording your question. Because that gives me insight to your thinking. That gives me insight to the level of consciousness you're coming at this problem with. Okay. There was something that really stood out to me in this question. And it was, it's hard to admit that someone has this type of Geppetto-esque power. Let me find it exactly. No, this is this was the part. How did I give him so much of my power over my emotions and mental health? And how do I prevent energy like this in the future? It's hard to admit someone has this type of Geppetto-esque power over my feelings. They only have this power on, over the, your feelings if you allow them to have this power over their feelings. Now, I completely agree that there's probably a dynamic that's been created. There's he's used to being able to do a certain thing and you're used to being able to do a certain thing. And there's absolutely a pattern and there's absolutely a cycle established. 
y'all don't even have to try like you think about think about um like if you're and this is actually a yogic teaching i'll go there for a moment samskara is what it's called and if you imagine a this is ultimately part of your karma as well if you imagine a stone and you start etching the stone and then you keep repeating the pattern and then you keep etching the stone and then you repeat the pattern and then you keep repeating it before you know it that stone is going to have such a deep groove that you don't even have to try to get on the tracks like it just slides right in right or maybe you're driving on fresh snow, in other words, and it's like the first time you drive, it's like fresh snow, but then you keep driving over, you keep driving over. Now there's like tracks and it's like, you don't even have to try, you're just driving on the tracks. And so they're absolutely, you guys don't even have to think about it. You don't even have to try, like that pattern goes on repeat from zero to a hundred. You don't even have to think about it. Nothing changes if nothing changes. No one has power over you. And even if you feel like you've given them power, you can also decide this is no more. And this is where radical action oftentimes needs to be made and it's not gonna be comfortable and it's most likely gonna hurt. But at what cost are you willing to keep leaking your power? Because ultimately we can say he's taking it, but you're giving it. And so what is it going to take? Does it mean this person doesn't get to be in your life anymore? Does it mean this person needs to have a boundary set? Maybe you've already tried to set a boundary and it's not being honored and or you're not enforcing it. But either way, there's a dance that he absolutely is used to, but there's a dance that you're participating in that you get something out of it. Like you get a payoff, whether it's just a simply a dopamine hit, whether it's you being used to the chaos and drama and without the chaos and drama and peace, your nervous system freaks out. That's where you get to go. Normalizing peace, normalizing ease, practice holding the silence, practice holding the peace. Because right now there's a back and forth dance. There's a drama cycle that your nervous system is feeding off of. And it might be something you're used to within this partnership. And it also might stem from what you're used to in your childhood, whether it's something you experienced and or you witnessed. So the buck stops here. How do you take your power back? You take it. Like there's, there's no, and, and I really want to drive this point home because I think we want to overcomplicate it. And it's like, what's the recipe? And then what's step by step? You get what you tolerate. You're tolerating the dance. You're tolerating this power to be taken, in other words, given. So what is it going to take? Does this person need to have a conversation with you? Like, do you need to have a conversation with this person and then you don't speak to them? And I know that's going to hurt. And I know that's going to be so hard, but this is your life. This is your mental health. This is your heart. And ultimately, when we stay in the dance, we're re-traumatizing ourselves. 
So it's like, we can go to all the sound healings, we can go to all the classes, we can do all this work. But if we're constantly re-traumatizing the wound and etching the samskara and the samskara and the samskara, it's kind of counterproductive, isn't it? So this is big mama less tough love. But I know that someone needs to hear this. Nothing changes if nothing changes. How you take your power back is you take it at all costs even if it's hard, even if it's, even if it's uncomfortable and two things are happening, you're getting a payoff for staying in it. And there's a deep, deep fear of what your life will be like without it. And that's where you get to go. I'm more concerned about my next relationship. I want to rewrite the programs. How you rewrite, I'm not even going to finish reading the question because I'm just going to, I'm going to answer right away. How you rewrite this pattern is right now in this relationship. The mind will get tricky and is like, well, what about the next relationship? I want to make, you'll get there when you get there, when you get there. It's just like the funny energy leaks that we spoke to. We got to clean up and work with what we already have before we can expect more. Will this pattern play out even if you clean up some stuff? Probably. But then you will have a new awareness. You'll have a solidified understanding. There will be healing around this now that will then set you up when the new relationship comes. So I totally hear that the next relationship is a concern and I get that, but how you prepare for the next relationship is what you're doing right now. Just like I ended this lesson by saying, how can you expect to be living in your purpose and being all prosperous if as soon as you re receive a compliment, you sabotage it? Do you see how we're trying to be 10 steps ahead where what we're actually dealing with, what's right in front of us is what we get to focus on. And that's the work. That's how you do that. Now I'll read the rest of the question. I'm more concerned about my next relationship. I want to rewrite those patterns and figure out how to make sure I don't give someone too much of my energy moving forward, being vulnerable and generous without being guarded or close hearted. That's going to be a dance. And that's going to that, that's a whole nother conversation. But what I do want to speak to that is if you stay in this, you're re-traumatizing yourself and all that's happening is you're going into more protective mode, more protective mode, more protective mode, which will show up in the next relationship. We have been radio silence and the wound is slowly healing. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Just don't want to take those patterns into the next thing. I totally hear you. I totally hear you. And the fact that you have this awareness already sets you up for more success because when you entered this previous relationship, that, that awareness wasn't there, right? So the, the, the new relationship, you're already entering it with a new awareness, which is like huge. And you get to now play in your current relationships. Even if you're not in an intimate relationship, that's okay. But with your friends, 
at work and you get to start practicing what it's like to live from a place of balance, knowing that you're whole and full and cleaning up any other energy leaks, even if they don't have to do with your relationship. But some of the examples I mentioned, being late, the inbox, whatever resonates with you, really start focusing on those. And even though it doesn't feel related, it absolutely is related. So the more you start cleaning up some of the energy leaks in your life in general, the more in integrity you are. The more integrity you are, you're living from a place of wholeness. You're going to show up differently. You're going to demand a different level of respect. You're going to demand a different level of presence from people. You're going to show up differently. So start with what you have now, holding the vision. And this is where you get to go on, under purpose and really visualize. When you're visualizing your ideal day, visualize this partner and the healthy relationship that you have and start envisioning the dynamic and how you interact. Like you can definitely play there while at the same exact time being in your life, cleaning up the current energy leaks and strengthening that muscle now. Yes. Because it's so easy to focus on the relationship, our intimate relationships, because it's a person and this person drives us crazy. And if only they could just, right? But the pattern, the actual pattern is the same with money, is the same with this example of being late, is the same pattern, it's the same pattern or there's a few similar patterns at play. So if we can clean up the energy leaks on the micro levels, it will absolutely contribute to the macro levels. Okay. OMG, this was powerful. We have a comment here. This episode was fire, so fire. And it's the solar plexus chakra, so yeah. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being exactly who you are. I am sending you so much love and I will see you on the other side. Namaste. Namaste.